Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist and TNA superstar Kurt Angle, and you're listening to In the Room, the best talk show that you can hear. Wrestling Network, right here live on VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast providers. I'm Brady Hicks. I've got with me a great cast. We'll get to you guys in one second. We're also going to open the phone lines up tonight, 914-338-1885. It's, uh, it's going to be a great time. I can, I can feel it in my bones. Brady Hicks. With me, as always, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Hey, Brady. How's it going in how many days? <sighs> About seven yeah. weeks. 
I don't know about days. Yeah, it's got to be in the 50s now, I guess. Yeah, it's getting, getting close. close. It's, get, it's getting scary, uh, but it's good. <laughs> it's a good thing, you know. <laughs> it is. It, it was scary when Vince McMahon left, and it turned out to be a good thing there as well. More on that in a second. Yeah. Also joining us, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. What's going on, sir? Oh, it's, it's great to be here with you all. Uh, just had a busy weekend. Um, North Carolina Film Festival, uh, WCEW show in Rock MC, and then it was on set yesterday for Wrestling Spice Series, the hybrid. And evidently, all around, it's been a real busy weekend uh, all, for everybody, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll say so. Uh, and I'm excited to hear more about these projects that you've got coming up. When the time is right, of course. Like I said, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight. And, uh, Kathy, I'm going to turn it over to you in one second. But I want to say, first off, right off the bat, uh, anybody who doubted the difference that Vince McMahon leaving would make in the company, and I, I certainly was one of them, um, I think they got that answered a little bit with SummerSlam. I'll just say that. We'll let that marinate for a couple minutes. And, Kathy, I'm going to give you the floor. I know I know you had something that you definitely wanted to address tonight. Okay. First of all, Strong, I listened to the entire YouTube thing that you sent me of you and Stevie Wright. I have never okay. saw my brother laugh so much in my life. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. We had a great time. <laughs> he didn't laugh when I had him, that's for sure. Well, he threatened you. But anyhow, <clears throat> um, there was a podcast put out or an interview, whatever. <clears throat> and someone actually made very um, disparaging remarks about my brother, C.B. Ray, and Stroh. <laughs> I just really? want to say, I want to say, I've never been a wrestler. <clears throat> I've had the pleasure and the immense um, thrill of being friends with people in the business, very close friends. <clears throat> I've been, I have worked as a manager <clears throat> at, on local promotions. <clears throat> And I have been a ring announcer a few times. <laughs> when someone has to go on um, a talk, podcast, interview, whatever, <clears throat> to try to put themselves, quote-unquote, over, and they say very disparaging remarks about a good friend of mine, Astro, <clears throat> or my brother, or my family. I have your back. I will always have your back. <clears throat> Anybody would ever say that to me, they get a fist in their face. Uh, obviously, Booker, uh, Booker and Steve and I are not blood. <clears throat> but Sherry, who was a manager, gave them to me as my brothers. And it always is. They all have always been my brothers. And Charmel is my sister-in-law. <clears throat> For anyone to put out there that it's, um, I'm not racist, <clears throat> it's obvious you are. 
Um, to be honest, I have never heard Stevie so angry in the beginning of that interview last, the other night. <clears throat> um, totally disrespectful of Stro directed what the person said to Stro about Stro and my brother. <clears throat> um, I've been on the show for quite a long time. And as long as Brady and Stro and whoever else have me on, I will stay on. <clears throat> but anything racist, <clears throat> we've had this problem before, Brady. You know that. Yep. Wrong person to say it to. <clears throat> I will jump your bone so fast it won't be funny. Just putting it out there. Any derogatory comments about racism or any nasty names about anything, don't go there with me. And I'm telling you straight out, don't go there with me. Okay, I'm done. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I uh, and I, for the record, I agree with everything that you said. That was kind of cryptic. Is it somebody that we know? That's up to Stray to say. Unfortunately, oh, okay. yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, we'll have to talk about that on air. I don't want to give them any more publicity than uh. I, I'm very sorry to hear that. I, I am. And uh, I, I was not aware of any anything like that. Um, so I, I do apologize. Uh, but, but Wow, that kind of took the air out of the room. Yeah, no, wow. I, 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 I'm sorry I, that anybody would do that. When I was listening to the podcast that strove forward to me, because I was listening to it, but I can only hear Stevie's comments. Yeah. First of all, like I said, I have never heard Stevie laugh that way in such a long time. <laughs> okay. That was great. Then when Joe sent me the YouTube thing, which I watched in the entirety driving to work this morning. <clears throat> yeah. Laughing hysterically in the car. Uh, I First of all, like I said, I even said Stevie message later, earlier, today, later today. And I said, <clears throat> okay. I watched the YouTube. I've never laughed so hard in my life. I love you. I have your back. You know this. He's like, I know. I love you, too. <clears throat> oh, jeez. All right. I feel like I want to play 20 questions, but I don't. Just answer me this. Is it a listener of the show that followed you over and commented during the podcast? Is that what happened? I would say this is a uh, person you would very much recognize in the industry. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, well, all right. Well, and, and there were things said to okay. TV. That I I wasn't even aware of until Stevie made it light came out the light. Oh my god! 
All right. Yeah. All right. So, and, and this is all like you can hear all this on the podcast that you sent us? No, mm-hmm. no. No, not I mean, no, 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 no. No. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, from my end, if any, if any of my and I and I call um, and I call these callers my children. In a lot of ways, they're like my children. So if any of my children did something, then I do apologize. I I had no idea, and uh, no, I'm gonna no, it investigate this a little bit. I, <laughs> if for no other reason than because I'm really curious. Um, Stro, for what it's worth, um, I I was never a wrestler myself. Um. I was a bit of what you would call a, a hooker in college, but you know it was mostly just submission style. And uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm only playing, of course. I, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm Are kidding. Are there dorm room yeah. movies that they sell? <laughs> like the apartment video things. <laughs> that was Bill After, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, apartment. Oh, wow. I think that was Bill After, the apartment wrestling. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. But that's a whole different animal, and I'm glad to hear you guys laughing. I, 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 that's crazy. I, um, yeah, I, I, I opened up the beginning of the show, kind of talking about it, and that was really my intention was to jump right in with Vince McMahon gone. So far, SummerSlam, I thought was a very good show. I, I actually thought it was probably yeah. the best show that they've done in about twenty years. Um, oh, yeah, great. The best, I, 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 by and large. I mean, I'm sure there have been exceptions, but um, I thought it flowed really great. I, I thought the matches were direct. I liked the surprises. Um, we even got everything had a purpose. Yeah, yeah. Although I would be pretty friggin' pissed if I paid a you know a couple thousand dollars for ringside and I got to look at the underside of the ring for like 20 minutes. I'd be pretty mad. <laughs> that was. You're not even on like an angle where you can like see it on camera, like on the the Tron or whatever. So I I don't know. That, that's awful. That's. I'm hoping like Hornswoggle was there to keep them entertained at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I thought it was a really good show. And and Raw Raw was long. It's been long for a long time, but it was a good show. Yeah. You know, it they was. cut down on the nonsense. The matches all made sense. Okay. They actually built fuse. I was saying this to Kelly, like, when Vince McMahon left, I said, like, I don't think you're going to notice anything right away. But I think starting with SummerSlam and moving forward, because usually what they've been doing is they've been planning for the next pay-per-view. And they don't plan anything beyond that, really, you know? So it's like... You knew that they were just kind of going through the motions until they got to SummerSlam, and that was the point where Vince's writing was no longer there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And I have no doubt right now that Vince McMahon has nothing to do with that product. I, I had doubts in the beginning, but it was just – you could just tell that it had a different vision. And it was just – I, in my opinion, I know there have been people that haven't really cared for the show, uh, but for me, for my money, and yes, I mean – we are still paying money for this, so I think it's fair to say. Um, I thought it was a very good show. It, it was. And um, the wall was thing, 100% better thing, than it's been. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I, I, I enjoyed about it, too, is the fact that how much uh, importance they're given on the other championships, like the U.S. title and all that. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. 
And no, and no silly backstage skits. I'll tell you what they didn't have. There were no silly backstage skits. Mm-hmm. There were no canned promos. Even like when Roman Reigns talked. like or like or I don't know. It was all very improvised. Like Brock talked. You could just tell he was just doing his thing. Roman Reigns. Did you see when Brock, Brock threw the microphone from the top of the tractor and Roman just kind of casually caught it and then winked it at Brock? It was like that was perfect. amazing. Did you see that? It was so good. That's the kind of thing like they wouldn't have been allowed to do that before. It was so good. And then like then you think about like ideas that Vince McMahon has shot down, like Bailey coming in with a group of NXT girls. The NXT girls left and they still managed to get them back for the main roster. That group's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be awesome, yeah. And I know I I sound like a total hypocrite. Yeah. And I know I sound like a total hypocrite because I say everybody in AEW is a gang. Uh, Bianca Belair ain't in a gang. No. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I, I am really <laughs> excited about it. Uh, there were no silly backstage skits. There were no canned promos. Excuse me. There was no 24-7 title anywhere. On SummerSlam or on. That's right. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> It has its place, but when you're using that and shoving it down people's throats all the time, it gets old, especially when nothing's changing from week to week. So I'm excited, and I said I, another thing I told Kelly, and I do stand by this, um, back in the days of the early WrestleManias, if you guys remember, they would always build WrestleMania year to year. They would yeah. leave WrestleMania and have a pretty good idea, even if it didn't work out, they had a pretty good idea of what they wanted to do the following year for WrestleMania. And they did that for probably right. the first six years, seven years, whatever it was, before they got into more of a month-to-month type of booking. I think with Vince McMahon gone, you're going to see, see more long-term storyline arcs, the kind of stuff that Eric Bischoff used to talk about when they were at their height in WCW, which is probably the last company that did things long-term, like Hogan Sting, I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, more recently, more recently in WWE, uh, they did The Rock. They brought him back for WrestleMania. Then the next night on Raw, he challenged Cena to a match the following WrestleMania. That's the last time we've seen anything of this kind. And I think, you know, maybe it won't be a year out type planning, but I think you're definitely going to see more of a long term vision than there used to be. I, you know, I, I guarantee the dynamic, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. When, when right, Bianca no. and um, Becky Lynch teaming up, man. I mean... Yes. I, I can't wait till Becky returns from the injury. I mean, that, I think that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, just in that first match alone, there were three very good things that they did that came out. Well, four, really. There were four very good things that came out of just that first match. First of all, Becky Lynch, babyface, she never should have not been good. The fans love her. Second of all, introducing that group, bringing up those two girls. Third of all, Bianca going over. Bianca winning that match, it not just just helped to solidify her, but it also completed that, once again, that year-long storyline. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. Star, and the other thing, the fourth, <laughs> the fourth thing that they did really well. I don't know if you guys noticed yeah, this. Yeah. SummerSlam kicks off. 
brief video mm-hmm. package just introing SummerSlam. There was not a three-minute mm-hmm. movie trailer for Becky versus Bianca. They jumped right into the match. Yep. Right. Now, I know there were more movie trailers later, and that was annoying, uh, but I'm sure that was filler as they were trying to figure out what to do as far as pacing the stuff with some of the matches going longer than they expected. Um, but it, it was a very good show. I, I, I was – it exceeded my and, expectations. And look what look Liv Morgan. I mean, I mean, look how far she's come now in all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean – just think about this. Her role in that match was to get thrown around for four minutes, find a controversial way to win, and not destroy her own reputation by fighting Ronda. She accomplished it all. Yeah. She did. She kept the momentum going. <laughs> and not only that, but they turned Ronda heel kind of in the process, I think. So now that kind of sets up if they want to do Ronda and Becky again next year. I've always thought Ronda was a great heel to begin with, anyway. Me too. Just his demeanor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, you know what she needs, though? She needs a manager. She needs a mouthpiece. She needs to just be going in there and destroying people. Oh, man. Do you imagine Heyman with uh, Ronda? Oh, oh, man. Oh, it would be magic. Be magic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I would love it. <laughs> Another really great thing that came out of this, um, and it hasn't happened yet, but it supposedly happened. I don't know if you guys heard this, uh, but WWE, especially Triple H, has been reaching out to some of that talent that has either been let go by WWE that a lot of people disagreed with or that had a disagreement with Vince and left on their own. People like, for example, Bray Wyatt, Sasha, Naomi. Sasha and Naomi are rumored to be coming back. I don't know if it's going to happen. Hopefully it does. That would be really cool. Um, but, you know, it's the same magic he pulled years ago, if you remember, when, like, Bruno wanted nothing to do with Vince McMahon. And, like, Triple uh-huh. H convinced him to go in the Hall of Fame, even though he was never going to go on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Exciting possibilities, so, you know. <laughs> it's 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 like it's tingly like that's what it is. It's I I'm excited like I was excited for Raw last night. Like I haven't been excited for wrestling in God probably since Sting was there. It's probably the last time I was that excited to watch a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's just overall cool. Uh, let's go to the phones and we're gonna bring on Steve. And uh, we'll talk to him for a couple minutes as soon as... There we go. What's going on, Steve? How you doing, brother? Spend my day working hard on the go, but the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. Because I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. My baby tonight. You know my baby's got me wrapped around her little finger because she knows that I would go to hell and back to be with back just to be with her. That's probably how Jeff Jarrett would have sounded if he actually sang it, as opposed to the Road Dog. Speaking of Road Dog, speaking of Road Dog, what did Stro what did Stro think about getting that Robbie Eagle mention on the podcast? 
Oh, that was great. Uh, I've, I've, God, man, I've known Road Dog like in his family like forever. They're like a second family to me at one time, man. It's good, good I people, always see man. you guys oh, talking on Facebook. I get, I get so jealous when I see you guys talking on Facebook. The best I've ever gotten out of this stuff was like a like somewhere. I, I think one time I said something good about God for a change, and he like loved it. So that's the closest I've ever gotten to an interaction with the guy. Oh, we've we've had some good times <laughs> together. You know, you know, yeah, you know, years back. You know, because we, you know, we had some good matches together actually for for good bit. You know, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, Son of a bullet. Those, I mean, that whole family, uh, just like the Armstrong Guerreros, I mean, they're just, oh, they're so good, man. Yeah. There's time, something um, about the wrestling families. Sorry, Kathy. When Brian comes to town, he always make me members that I went down and got him a, a T-shirt from, uh, for the Marine Corps. <clears throat> uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. We're, we're that dude the scary bars too. Oh my god, that dude can sing, man. <laughs> Those karaoke bars. Yeah. <laughs> that's that should be a that should be bonus content on their Patreon. They should do like karaoke. I think you guys can do that too. I would love it. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, remind me not to so sit you on mentioned... I know I know that was serious earlier. I mean, oh. she's got loaded. She's got loaded. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> You've never. <laughs> first time I met her, Steve. No lie, uh, she took off her high heel and she hit me over the head with it. Almost took out my I eye. I did <laughs> not. Pulled off a carriage. Did not. Busted open. <laughs> I hated this that one. Oh my god! What a moment. I <laughs> did not. She she cut me open the hard way. In the parking lot, yeah. Oh, we kidding. Now, Kathy's a sweetheart, but you don't want to cross her. You do not want to cross mm-hmm. her. So, I have I have no idea what happened there. I was, I was, I was mortified. I can only assume it's a, a friend of ours whose name begins with a D, and uh, I, I I'm not sure though. I would assume. No, no, no. Okay. No. Oh. Um, now you're throwing me off because I just assumed that. All right, go ahead. I know you were talking about SummerSlam, but I got to ask, did, did the panel see the Ric Flair's last match show at all? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was going to get to that, actually. But, there, yeah. Uh, I Listen, um, first of all, Jeff Jarrett is amazing for his age. He's honestly, he's amazing for somebody in his 30s. That's great. He's really still good. Yeah. I think what they say he was, um, what they say he was, like 56 or something? He's 56, 57. He's like the same as The Undertaker. I think he's like 55, I think. Okay. Him and Lee together? Man. Yeah. They were great. And, and and Flair, like I get like the criticism, like you know he's out there, he's he's bleeding, he looks like he's hurt, he's not the same as he. The the guy is what seventy. I, I, I'm not going to think he's obviously Steve seventy three. I was going to guess, yeah. So like, okay, my first thought is he comes on comes out with the shirt on, and I was like, oh god, it's like the last episode of Nitro again, you know. But 
The right. difference so, was that was twenty yeah. more than twenty years ago. You know, he he mm -hmm. he did fine. I that, literally, I, I literally had no expectation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 he he was kind of like the the heel in peril, I guess you'd say. I don't know. I thought he did good. <laughs> I, was, I was happy with it. I was. I loved how. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be able to do everything he used to do, you know? It reminded me so much, and I know he was older, but when Luthez, if you remember, he wrestled, like, maybe yeah, a couple years before he passed man. away. Right. Yeah. And it was like, it reminded me so much of that. Like, just because it's like, you know, you know you're not getting classic Ric Flair, but you're getting mm -hmm. to see the guy one more time. And he still mm -hmm. has yeah. more charisma than 95% of the people in wrestling. <laughs> Can you imagine having And I don't say that as an insult at all. To everybody in the business. God, be so much better off. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. It was cool. I just want to know, did really anyone cool. see <clears throat> Kid Rock with that? person that's on Facebook all the time, Tammy. Oh, yeah. That was so cute. God. Big Rock got so much press this weekend. Like, it was so surreal watching Ric Flair, a bloody Ric Flair, talking about Kid Rock and his last promo, like, post-match promo. Like, I know. This guy's everywhere. Like, I'm trying to watch Andrade's entrance. I was like, hey, guys, it's Kid Rock. I'm like, I'm just trying to watch Andrade yep. walk. Like, Kid Rock made more money than Jeff Jarrett, and Jeff Jarrett was all over the place this week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Jeff Jarrett, I think, um, he, like, triple booked himself. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw Brady, but Crowbar got a picture with Flair because he used to work with him, with David Flair. Right. Right. That's cool. And he got a picture with I Kid Rock. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, I saw the picture of Flair. I was so thing. happy to see him, uh, Crowbar, yeah. and uh, another yeah. friend of mine, uh, Wolfie D, involved yeah. in that, too. Yeah, he was one of the producers. I, 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 dude, yeah, the one thing did. I liked about the one thing I liked about the show was they had credits, and you don't see that in WWE and most shows. Yeah. You don't, it was, and it, mm -hmm. it was very nostalgic. I think it was good on paper, but the timing was off on some of the matches. Like, I wish Davey Boy and Killer Cross got 10 or 15 minutes because five minutes, that's like just going to the gym wow. and one round. Like, but, um, uh, overall, WCW, I, enjoyed it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> so I think, you get the ring and they take it home. So just give you a long yeah. finish. <laughs> I think the Lucha match was the best match on the card, uh, just action-wise. Uh, but oh, that was Cross, good, yeah. Cross and Davey Boy was the one I was most looking forward to. It was good, but I wish they'd gotten more time. But and then, um, yeah, I think Jeff Jarrett has really uh, made a legacy for himself. He was already in Hall of Fame, but like yeah. carrying Ric Flair and, and and getting booked everywhere. Like Triple A, GCW, WWE, Jim Crockett Promotions. Like this guy has had a crazy year. Not for nothing, but Ricky Morton shined as well. And I know he's yeah. been mm -hmm. he's been shining oh, yeah. for a long time. He's actually, I feel like he's gotten bigger in the last like probably two years than he was for. No, I can't say bigger than he used to be, like during his heyday, but 
you know what? He's probably got more eyes on him than he ever has. Did you know Ricky Morton's like, I guess it was like seven years shy of Ric Flair is? Right. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know, and he's flying around. And DDP is like nine years younger. (laughs) Like, my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, granted, uh, Ricky Morton, he's got the miles like Ric Flair. DDP didn't start taking bumps until he was like 40-something, right? So, um there's a little difference there. Well, actually, right. I guess he would have been in his 30s if you count back, because it would have been like the uh, early 90s. Anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing to think how old some of these guys are still performing at a high level. And uh, I, I, yeah, you, you had a good mix of Rick people. Flair's you had, uh, you had like Rick Flair, you got Ricky Morton, then you got guys like Nick Wayne, who are like 17 years old. So you got cross ages right. across the map. Can you imagine? Yeah, it's true. Can you imagine if um, they're complaining about, you know, you know, someone complaining about, you know, Blair not doing all the things, you know, some of the things that, you know, you were accustomed to seeing him doing, right? And we were just yeah, talking about, really you know, complaining about that. Can you imagine what they would have done to Dusty? Because all, all Dusty did was his career was just sell and make a comeback with the elbow. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it looked like a natural, listen, looked like a natural screw job, but Ric Flair was just was just gas, was just blown up. Like the 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 thing <laughs> yeah. that worked the, the look the worst to me was that double pin at the end. But I mean, they weren't gonna you know do a a, a you know a no finish. They were obviously gonna give it to Ric Flair, but I felt bad yeah. seeing Ric like not being able to raise his arm at all. I mean, we all we all uh, have two eyes. I, was, I was glad he got I was glad he got a moment and the undercard got a show but it was just it was kinda concerning in some parts. I had to say it. Well sure, yeah, no, I, I can understand that. And the other thing was the like, psychology I didn't was really great. care for the Oh the, I mean the match was fine. You know, I, for what it was, I thought it was fine. It's you know, not going to be the match of the year, but I, I thought he did, I, again, he did fine. He was okay. I, I, I had yeah, no complaints. Yeah, exactly. I'm just glad he's all right, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 could have done without, I could have done without the promo at the end, you know, dropping the S-bombs and that kind of stuff. I knew he was trying to be funny, and I'm sure it was from the heart. Um, I don't know. I just would have preferred something a little more <laughs> sentimental. <laughs> but that's did just me. The photo and that's just After him. he did the promo... Did y'all see the photo right. the promo of, of, of Brett, Taker, and all in the back and Foley? And they had that look in the back while he's doing the promo like, oh, oh come on, Rick. Let's just go home and get some rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taker. Yeah. Definitely yeah. <laughs> not for nothing, by the way, not to change the subject on you, uh, but WWE announced that uh, – 2024 WrestleMania is going to come to Philadelphia, which is like awesome. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool. Um, awesome. The last one here in Philly was 15. The the Hogan, or, no, I'm sorry, the Rock and Stone Cold in their uh, mm-hmm. in their second match. No, mm-hmm. first match, first match because okay. yeah, 
that was the second of uh, the the Stone Cold era. So yeah, so I, it's pretty cool. It's exciting to see. I'm sure it's going to bring out all kinds of talent. I'm sure Ric Flair will be coming to Philly next year. Uh, I mean, in 2024. It, it's cool. It, it is It is really neat to see. And it's got me thinking, guys, maybe we should be looking into bringing that old uh, in-the-room conclave back. Uh, I, <laughs> we used to have so – I don't know if you guys – I don't know if you guys were even around for that, but we used to have, like uh, – I would have everybody, like, kind of converge in the city, like, affiliated with the show. Anybody that could, like, come in, whatever, we had, like – we had people come from like the UK and like from Canada. We had listeners from all over the country would come, Kathy, and we'd like we'd go to Fox and the Hound together and like have a couple of drinks and hang out and like everybody from the show came out and it was <laughs> and it centered around going to these events together, you know, as fans. It really kind of reminded me of like you know getting started, how like. Like most people, I started out as a fan, you know, and, and so it was cool. So I'm thinking maybe we'll try and organize some events around that in case any of the listeners. I know Dustin, like, for example, will probably fly up here from Orlando to go to WrestleMania. I mean, he hasn't missed a pay-per-view, right? So I, I'm sure yeah. he'll be also, there. I know. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Icons is planning, like, a bunch of stuff that week, too. Oh, okay, sure. great. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd imagine every major promotion will probably do something there. Yeah. So maybe not AEW because they always said that they kind of weren't going to, but I'll bet you with Ring of Honor having kind of started in Philly, they'll do something with Ring of Honor that weekend. Right. And also it's in uh, October this year, Extreme Rules is in Philly. Yes, yeah, and i got to make my plans for that. Um yeah, definitely. That's a Saturday, isn't it, this year? Yeah. They're starting to do, like, Saturday shows more. Mm. So, it'll be cool, though. It's exci- It's an exciting time to be a fan. It is. Um, yeah. It's cool. I, I, it's got me excited. So. Yeah, they say uh, the stocks are now with WWE because of all this. Mm-hmm. Stocks, the ratings. Mm-hmm. This is that they said just this past raw. I think we should make that about a snowstorm now. Oh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> oh, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, April. Is it April or March? The snowfall. Yeah, it doesn't usually snow in April. Once in a while. It' gonna be cold. It might not. Yeah. I rather hey, I rather be cold than hot in Florida. I think I'd rather be cold. Yeah, I'd rather be hot. Mom, I'm sure I they're going to do something like they did at the Giants Stadium where they put huge heaters all around. Mm-hmm. Probably. Is that, Probably. Is, that uh, venue, is that venue outdoors or indoors? Because I'm not familiar with it. Out. It's, it's outdoor. It's outdoor. Yeah, yeah it's where the Eagles play, basically. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love driving by that place. <laughs> now, I... I was surprised, and and now granted, um, I know they're not going to shatter records every year, but I think Eagle Stadium tops out at like, what, Kathy, like maybe 65,000? Well, you also got to remember they're going to have seats on the ground, too. 
Well, that's true. Yeah, that most of the football field will be covered. You're right. So maybe they get another twenty. Yeah, I guess that's right. That'd be about eighty-five thousand. And uh, hey, maybe we could shatter the indoor attendance record if uh, if we count all the employees and staff there. Maybe we can get to like a hundred twenty thousand. <laughs> will Kane, oh, wow. we'll Kane come out and announce it? How great would that be? Yeah. Yeah, it will, it would be Heyman. It's Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, probably. Right. They ain't getting one hundred twenty thousand, even if it's only, even if it's only eighty thousand. They're not gonna even pretend it's one hundred twenty thousand. So, mm-hmm. be pretty cool though. You know, I, Steve, I always oh, yeah. said, you know, like because Kathy, Kathy was there in um, Pontiac, Michigan, with ninety three thousand people to watch Hulk Hogan body slam Andre the Giant, right? Yeah. And oh, I, I got to be in Philly, time. and I and I got to be in Philly in front of ninety three people to watch Hogan body slam Sting at Bound for Glory. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, ninety three nice. people. <laughs> Dixie Carter, oh she counted herself twice. <laughs> be like, All kidding, like Dixie right. Carter was like two rows in front of us. <laughs> She like sat like. <laughs> it was great. It's like, hey, did you yeah, have saw... anything to do with this show? <laughs> I saw Sting. I saw Sting and Norfolk for Impact. I think it was like Hardcore Justice and Rampage Jack that was making his wrestling debut in that too. I think that was 2013. Yeah, yeah that's when I saw him working. Okay, very cool. Um, Kathy, you know, uh, I um I got a bet Kathy, I got a bet with Kelly. Um and maybe this WrestleMania there could be a good tie in there, like cuz you were talking about the weather. I said mm-hmm. on September 25th, the day we get married, it could be 95 degrees outside or it could be snowing. There's really no way to know. It's a lot like I WrestleMania. I go with the 95 degrees. I don't think it's going to snow. Coin yeah, we could get an Indian summer. I, there's a very good chance of that. Yeah, but no. Go ahead, Steve. You were saying? <laughs> have you caught up on uh, Better Call Saul? We don't have to get into it, but... I mean, I just finished episode three. So, um... Okay. Nacho just... Yeah, Nacho just, um... They just had that big meeting down in Mexico, so... I, I don't yeah, it was written on. other people. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, it, but uh, it was uh, very good. That uh, I'm excited because I hear that there's like a Breaking Bad crossover coming up. Yeah, I think I was just seeing that recently. I won't go into it, but um, I like that they're showing uh, older Gene uh, uh, instead of Jimmy. They're showing old Gene, and it's like black and white. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that Better Call Saul is very film noir, and obviously that was similar in Breaking Bad, but this like Better Call Saul even more. Like I love that they kind of do future Jimmy in black and white. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're also and, not uh, afraid to like shy away from lighting. Like they use a lot of natural lighting. So like if it's really bright in the desert, it's really bright in the shot. And like if they're in a dark room, they're in a dark room, and you can barely see anything. It feels like you're like right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. 
you think it's bad? Do you guys watch that show? Bad? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was yeah. a big Breaking Bad fan too. Yeah. Do you yeah. think it's getting on par with bad? Because I'm, I honestly kind of prefer it more because the characters aren't as annoying. Like you don't have Walter's wife and you don't have Jesse like saying you know bitch all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like them both. I I don't I don't know. Like I I probably need a refresher on Breaking Bad. Like I I binge watched <laughs> yeah, that during the pandemic. So like I you know. It's, like, enough where, like, I remember the basic concepts, but sometimes, like, someone will bring up, like, a tie-in, and, like, I don't really remember. And I, So I, I think I really would benefit from kind of even better call Saul. Like, I watched a lot of those, like, two years ago. So, like, I really had to watch, like, the recaps and stuff like that just to kind of get my head back in it, you know? That's a problem mm-hmm. for me. When I, cause, because what will happen is, like, Stranger Things was the same thing. Like, I forgot, like, half the stuff that was going on. Yeah, way it ended, you know? Oh, yeah. this this new it's, season, it's, Stranger it's Things, has been amazing. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really good season. I'm all about Eddie. If Eddie joined WWE, I would be thrilled. <laughs> yeah, Eddie. I think do you know he's British? And he had to do, like, a, like an Indiana accent mm. to do the show. That seems like a lot, a lot of pretty British cool. actors speak American better than we do. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, Christian Bale. Christian Bale was like American accent, like during the whole filming of American Nightmare, and like they didn't know he was British till after. It's funny. <laughs> True that. True that. Anything else, Steve? I'm trying to think. It was a good weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I'm really happy for Io Shirai and, uh, and Dakota Kai getting a return. Um, Io Shirai? Uh, I, I'm not think... familiar with that one. Yeah, Io Shirai. Shirai no. Oh, Io Shirai, yeah. yes. Yeah, I'm only saying. Have you seen this every time that, uh, like, they would talk about control, like their name, the group's yeah. name? With, control your Adam Shearer. You know, would always post a little bit your narrative every time on Twitter. <laughs> well, really? That was, That's funny. My, that was the first thought in my head, too, when, when she tweeted that. Yeah, um, oh, God. I was hoping I they were going to be named Backlash. Since they already have a judgment day. <laughs> judgment day. It all goes full circle eventually. <laughs> Edge What's TLC? Cool it feels like it feels like Edge is just their <laughs> yeah. new Gangrel. That's what he feels like. He's, he's like become their new Gangrel. He did it at SummerSlam, but, but then last night it was like back to like classic Edge. I still think I still think they cut him out way too soon. They should have built to, uh, built up to it better for that that turn. No, but yeah, but he didn't want to do supernatural stuff. But then he they've comes done out so like much supernatural. Vampire. These rumors yeah. make no sense. Maybe he no, wanted no. to do Supernatural and they said no. Maybe the yeah. the dirt sheet's got that the opposite. Yeah. I I really like the group, though, I, in, on paper. It's just they need to get more wins. Like, I like how they look like uh, Hellraiser when they come out. I think yeah. if they just would be booked like a threat, they would be money. 
but Finn Balor. It would have been a lot cooler if Edge stayed in when Finn Balor joined. Have the four exactly. Of them. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being like the yeah. the veteran leader, yeah. Right. Yeah. But with that said, I did miss old Edge. It just felt weird to have him in that group with different music and I don't know. Judgment um, Day is still a stupid name. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's bad, but um, I can hear Arnold's voice when you say "judgment." Judgment Day. <laughs> judgment Day. <laughs> I, no, it didn't sound. It sounded like Wade Barrett. I, I think uh, it was just easy because they had the trademark yeah. already. I I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna bring up um um Cameron Grimes next. And he's going to lead a Drew group. They're going to call them Money in the Bank. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that was bad. That didn't didn't hit. Not every joke's going to hit. It's okay. No, I'm just thinking of my next thought. Um, <laughs> Champa. I did not like Champa with Miz. I, I Champa is way better than the Miz, and the the one thing that saved that match was AJ fighting Champa. Um, I think Logan is good. I don't. I'm not a fan, but he seems to be yeah. impressing a lot of people. But maybe AJ will give him the rub because I just I think Champa should be doing something else. Like I mean, he, he's at least he's pushed. But he will. Like, my goodness. Yeah. He, hey, we're going to see Champa and uh, lastly for the U.S. title coming up. I'm pretty excited about that. All right, that that's yeah, good at least. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is, like, well, first of all, Ciampa's promos have been, like, spot on. Like, the last, like, three or four that he's done have been really good. Mm-hmm. Like, like really good, you know? And um, when he picked up that win last night, I got confused for a second, and I thought he had won the U.S. title. And I'm like, oh, wait, like, Bobby Lashley's the champion. Like, he's just he's just getting the, the title match, you know? Um <laughs> I actually had a text that I had started to send and saying, congrats, champ. And I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't send it because I would have sounded like an idiot. You know? I'm wondering, uh, I'm wondering <laughs> how soon Logan's congrats, brother champ. gets involved. I was wondering, I'm, I'm wondering how soon Jake's brother gets signed because that boxing event that he was going to do got canceled last minute, I think. And I was listening to Charles oh, and talk about that. You shut your mouth. Game of, the Game of Thrones there. But, yeah, yeah, that's a bad idea, I know. But, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. You uh, know what? I You know what they should have done? I, I <laughs> They should have renamed Logan Paul. Because, like, they can't market this. It's his name. He should have been, like, Paul Loganson. Nah, he... He wasn't going to sign if they did that. I don't think they would do that. <laughs> He's um, like, Trent Schiff. Yeah, give him the Daniel Bryan treatment. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> the, the, I think... Uh, it would have been great, you got to admit. <laughs> I, I'm still... I'm still jaded about... WWE, but I am really glad that Dakota Kai could get re-signed and also stream. I think that's progress, that she's able to twitch. I guess maybe maybe there's a clause in her contract. And also ESRI. I want to see ESRI yeah. versus Asuka so badly now. I can't wait for that match to happen. Oh, it's going to be great. And I hope they do it. Like, Vince would have just, like, 
oh, we got to put the two Japanese girls together, you know? But, like, no, like, they're actually going to compete, and it's going to be amazing. They'll start out as tag team matches, probably with right. Alexa, and then they'll build to that, you know? It'll be six-person, it'll be tag team, and then eventually you're going to get it. You're, I just hope it's not a throwaway match when they do it. Because, like, it could exactly. be a really, really good match. Um, that's that's pretty cool. It's exciting. And uh, I totally forget what my other point was with that. But it, it it's um, it's definitely good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm drawing a blank what I was going to say. But I can't think of it right now. So, Anything else, Steve? It's all good, man. That's my last comment. Ah, 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 I get it. <laughs> uh, take care, homie. All right, there we go. Uh, so what we're going to do right now, uh, we're going to take a commercial break. On the other side, we got uh, Malcolm, we got Anthony, and uh, we got you guys as well. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm. And me and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get, get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter 
at VOC Nation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <laughs> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's... Uh, He's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I don't want to say one thing there. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. We're still after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it the did loss. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this with you. Rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was. To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Welcome, everybody, back to In the that Room of the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. <laughs> I believe that was uh, Sesame Street. Uh, I was just looking back on some old stuff, like uh, we used to have his dork world, her dork world on, on the network. It was uh, so much yeah. fun with Dean Compton and uh, <laughs> and Emily. It was just great. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, that was their theme. But uh, welcome back, everybody, to In the Room, right here on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Uh, Brady Hicks here, I got Kathy and Stro. Uh, before we kind of jump back in, I guess Stro... Let us know uh, what what you got going on this week, man. All right, deep breath. Whew, okay. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. So tonight, <laughs> tonight, PM Standard Time. WCW Retro Returns on VOCNation.com, 9 PM Standard Time, and we'll be discussing the, the career and highlights of the late Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig. So if you got any cool Mr. Love Perfect Kurt Hennig um, moments, please call in. It should be a good time. 
And then Friday night, my horse five five seven Stroh Zone on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stroh the Maestro. At midnight Eastern Standard Time, the feature will be Earth versus the Flying Saucers. So please send that. <laughs> and, but wait, there's more. Saturday. I got a flying Saturday. saucer joke when you're done. Oh, please do. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, Saturday, Saturday <laughs> night, I'm going to be a special guest on Warrior Mode podcast with Bill Bean at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You also can watch it on uh, YouTube.com or at uh, the go to BillBeanWarrior.com for info. And then Sunday, I'm going to be a special guest at the uh, Charlotte Comic Con being held at Embassy Suites in Concord, North Carolina. I believe they're from 10 a.m. to uh, 5 p.m. And there will be a uh, – you get to meet some of the cast and crew of my upcoming horror sci-fi uh, series, Stroh Sinister Cinema, which will be premiering on um, Halloween this year. So uh, if you're in the area, come see us. Cool. more information, go to charlottecomiccon.com. All right, Yay. for sure. And uh, for these and all things, be sure to stay tuned into the Stroh.com where he keeps everybody up. I think it was at least the social media, right? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, I, um, <laughs> I, yeah, well, I was just going to say, Kathy, I, you know, I told my college girlfriend to make me a bowl of soup once. You know that? Oh, God. Flying okay. saucers everywhere. It was awful. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This week at the arena <laughs> is Icon. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, Willie Mack, Ricky Mitchell Swan, Harry Smith Jr., um, Ricky Reyes, uh, Buddy Matthews. Uh, I'm trying to think who I got to pick up. Uh, Richie Swan, Buddy Matthews, Casey Navarro. Oh, and I get to pick up and drive Ken Shamrock this weekend. Ken Shamrock. Wow. (laughs) Cool. I always liked that guy. He's a nice guy. That's, That's great. The show looks amazing, though, the convention. It's uh, so Kurt Angle, Wardlow, Jamie Heater, yeah. Ken Shamrock, Johnny Gargando, and Candace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slick, Scorpio mm-hmm. Sky, Penelope Ford, Sean Spears, Swerve Strickland, Tasha Steele, Stu Grayson, OMG, mm-hmm. One Man Gang, Chelsea Green, JTG. They found him in hiding somewhere. Brian Kendrick, Tessa Blanchard. Charlie Haas, Harry Smith. I had no idea when I started how many people there were. Stop me at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Moriarty, Alpha Jr., I'm just kind of Parker Bordeaux, Marty Gennetti, Bully Ray, uh, Sushi Onita, uh, little-known yep. Japanese wrestler. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, Ricardo, Buddy Matthews, stop me anytime. Killer Cross, PCO. Uh, Tony Neese, Brian Cage, Willie Mack, I'm almost out of breath here, Rich Swan, Enzo, Big Cass, Tennille Dashwood, Crazy Steve, 
and Eric Redbeard. Kathy, wow, what if you a talk crew. to Eric Redbeard? If you talk mm-hmm. to Eric Redbeard, I've been trying to get him, and he switched his number. Um, but I wrote the introducing column on him years ago. Okay. <laughs> and he went by a different name. He went by Thoroth Marius. He was like a German guy. I know this is a lot to remember. But I watched him for years in WWE, not realizing that he was Thoroth Marius. Until <laughs> he got released, and I was looking at his Wikipedia one day, and I saw that it was one of his former names. So if you talk to him, tell him that I'm the guy that interviewed him for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and tell him that I said hi. Okay, no problem. Because like I said, he, he doesn't have the same number anymore. I'm going to try to get some numbers for us to reach out to people, too. Cool. Cool, yeah, and I'm working <laughs> that's, on some stuff, too. That's it's great. Just, it's very slow going. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Well, why, Brady? You, it's not like you're planning a wedding or anything. Uh-huh. I know, seriously. Seriously, <laughs> I wanted to, um, I wanted to book someone to crash the wedding, like at a wrestling show, you know, like. Oh jeez. Or like Ron Killing. Like right did. before we say I do. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like right before we say I do or something, have like our truth <laughs> pop out from a bush or like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> She will kill you. <laughs> well, she doesn't know, Kathy. I, I got to pretend like I wasn't smartened up to the idea, you know? She will kill you. Like, she you made the R-Truth give her, hey, what's up? <laughs> right. That'd be awesome. I haven't talked to R-Truth in years. You <laughs> could actually be Probably the minister. You could be the minister. Give the vows. You know, I... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Did you read Actually, everything Kathy, I, done? <laughs> Did you read everything you are true? Yeah, he's not just, you know, he's he's been in movies, he's done albums, he's written singles. Yeah. Oh, he's very talented. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and this was all after he was Kate Quick, I think. So yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because like you, you know you mentioned Kelly and like uh, I literally was just trying to talk her the other day into like I wanted to play grab them cakes when we were doing the cake cutting. Oh no! She would not go for it. So <laughs> that's something I should have worked out with the DJ ahead of time. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, Cheryl. can you imagine? No. Grab them, cake. <laughs> you would be wearing the cake. <laughs> hey, Strauss. Oh, I was remembering on the YouTube. Uh-huh. You and Stevie talking about Mark Merrill. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was crying. Oh, my God. That was great. That's, oh, man. <laughs> Everybody thought he thought Mark Merrill was uh <laughs> What happened? No, he just he just he's just a tan Jewish guy. Maybe I'll probably swear it was black. I I always right. I always thought he was, like early on in and, his career. 
then he goes, yeah, then I found out he's the Pan Jewish guy from New York. <laughs> you know, he he came to uh, he came to Kelly's school once to talk. Really? He does like his like you know public speaking yeah, engagements he, yeah. or whatever. He's a motivational speaker. He has yeah. such a sad story about like I I, I, I mean I'm sure you guys mom. have heard it about like how like he yeah. took his mom for granted or whatever and then like she yeah. passed away yeah. and he's like yeah. trying to get to her and he couldn't. Yeah, it's so sad. Oh, but he definitely left a mark with those kids. That's for sure. You know, and talking about bullying and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah, he's such a good dude, though. Lord Merrill is. He is. Dude. He is. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I, and I've yeah. never had him on the show, but I've talked to him so many times now. He's, he's just. Yeah, we know about how Paula, Abdul, you know, everybody thought she was black, but she was, she was a black. Yeah. And, and <laughs> he, Stevie, Stevie thought she was, you know, like I did. I thought she was with the last name like Abdul, that she was like, you know, you know what I mean, like Middle Eastern yeah. or something, but. No, well, yeah, you that either. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You know, I remember seeing him. Are you Jewish? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go to the phones. We're gonna bring on um. I'm going to bring on Malcolm, Malcolm Wildman. I'm going to talk to Malcolm Mania here tonight. He's going to bring the energy up, I'm sure. What's going on, Malcolm? Malcolm How are you doing, brother? Hey, Malcolm. Hey, Brady, i got a surprise for you. I heard you talking about something. This is just for you. Hold on. Let me get it for you. Here we go. Okay. All right. And then i got another one for I probably have a cleaner version of it. Yeah. No, this is something you're not going to expect, but I'm going to bring it to you. Um, Here we go. Just talking about this guy. <laughs> He's a Casey Kasem. Meet him, but he was my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers. Okay, ready? I know what he's doing. It's so funny, Malcolm. <laughs> I was going to play this. I was actually downloading it. Uh, (laughs) You can stop that, Malcolm, because I have a better version right here. Malcolm. (laughs) Malcolm. I don't need to hear the whole song. There you go. Hold on, let me. All right. Uh, I got, I got a, I got a version right here. We can. <laughs> I was getting ready to put it on. We'll let that talk. We'll let that. Uh, we'll let that marinate in the background while we talk. What's going on, Malcolm? Yeah, do the whole thing. Yeah. I was at the Oakland. I was at the Marina one night, and I was almost yeah. invited. Uh, January 86, Hulk Hogan is wrestling adorable Adrian Adonis for his title. And Hogan that is beat him. Adorable. The dog, the dog yeah. was taking on Terry Funk. And after Terry won the match, I had an Oakland Raider t-shirt on. And, and Terry was playing, or Junkyard Dog was pointing me to get the ring. And the, and the um, attendant guy, the, the, what do you call it? The, the guy <laughs> that keeps you from getting in. 
I couldn't get in. But yeah. Then Ellen and Sufford did grab them cakes with the dog because I loved it. He was looking right at me. I was yelling so loud. The That's dog cool. loved it. And a nice time at the Arco Arena. He was waving at me, too. I never got to meet him. You got to do it. I sure wish I could have. You, you got to yeah, do the junkyard dog impression. You're so good at it. The yeah. junkyard dog. You know what? Yeah, Brady, you do I junkyard dog. I got to say this, okay? Right now, before I do that, I do not yeah. do anything to show off. I do this. Roddy Piper said it best one time at a Hollywood show, July 2011. I do this for fun. <laughs> I never asked a dime or a penny to do one impression. I just do it because people like to hear it. I did a Hogan yeah. for my buddies in the morning before we did PT 4, 4.30 in the morning. Guys are up in their late 20s, mm-hmm. early 30s. I mean, they had 12 years in the military. They weren't in the physical shape I was in when I was there, you know. I was a Hulkamaniac, you know, for uh, since January 23rd, 1984, and beat the Iron Chief. So I was still in good physical shape, and the guys were—I was carrying the guys, even though I had a heat stroke there. But I'm telling you, I never do this to show up for anybody. I ain't trying to to impress anybody. I do this because it's something special and unique I can do, and I like to share it with people. You know, I don't like to show up, and I want to say that right now. I know there's a lot of people, and Roddy Piper said this. If, you, if Roddy says, Malcolm, there's guys out there, and they say, if you give me $5, they'll do my pressure Hulk Hogan for you, brother, garbage. You know, that's what Roddy <laughs> likes about so much. <laughs> I was not a yeah. Roddy said, you're not a uh, No, you're and, not. And I would never I'm say not. you were. I'm never going to be. No, I, know. I didn't say that. I know. I said there's other people. There's other people I that... Know claim that they think they're better than me. That there's people on YouTube, they're trying to do impressions of Hulk Hogan to show me up. Well, you know what? Uh-huh. It's like Tennessee Cowboy James Storm used to say in Beer Money Incorporated with Robert Root in TNA. Sorry about your damn luck. Because I'm just going to keep doing what I do. And if they don't like it, uh, you know, they can take a long walk off a short pier to the half float, you know, by how I feel, man. That's right, bro. So, yeah, right. you know, Brady, I just want, you know, I just want to meet Hulk Hogan. I moved to Orlando, Florida, not for Mickey Mouse, not because <laughs> I, I wasn't born a pitch, so I didn't come here for SeaWorld. I came here to oh. meet, and I'm going to say this right now. And I'm gonna say this till the day I die. Till the day I die, I'm gonna be buried with my red and yellow Hulkamania tank top around my around my chest, a pair of BD camouflage BDU pants, my red Puma tennis shoes, who I got at DSW here in Orlando, Florida, and um, and I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna have my U.S. Army uh, Vietnam cap that folds up on both sides. And I'm going to wrap a red and yellow bandana around it with my sergeant stripes in gold. And if anybody is like that, you know, too bad. You know, it's my life. It, you know what? I'm going to like tell this lady. I like I didn't serve in the military for any of them. I served for me because I wore the uniform. I was out in the field. I was on the road march. I was doing the real stuff, man. So all these people. You were like Sergeant Slaughter. In the military. No, not not you. Oh, not you, Brady. Not none of you. But I'm telling you, all these people no, but you were like Sergeant for being in the military. I didn't. I, it's an A and B military career, so see your ass out of it. 
<laughs> Hold on, Malcolm, I want to play yeah. this for you. This reminds me of you. Okay, go for it. Yo, go! Malcolm, promise me you're going to have a parachute at least. Oh, I'm going to have a parachute. That's why I'm going. I need. That's the one thing I need right, to do in the Army. I told Hulk, I didn't get to go skydiving. I want to go skydiving, man. Just one time, then I'll put it away in the closet. Just one time, see what it's like. Sting's done it. Ranger Ross has done it. Corporal Kirchner did it. You know, I, I think even Sergeant Slaughter did it, even though he was in the military. He probably did it. But you know what? In honor of the Sarge, you know, I get to say this. Uh, Brady, Sergeant Slaughter, yeah. even though he was in the military. I tell you what, Sergeant, if I wanted two people in charge of me, I'd want you and the Hulkster. I want Sergeant Hulk Hogan and Sergeant First Class Hulk Hogan and Sergeant First Class Sergeant Slaughter in, in charge of me. And I would follow <laughs> you guys anywhere, in any war, anytime, any place, anywhere, man. I would do it. You know, because I could be, I could feel confident that you guys were in charge of me, and you'd get my best, man. You'd get my best as a soldier. So I, I got to say that, Brady. You know, but I can say you would leave me in the battle anytime. In honor, in honor of one lady, she just came. She was legally blind. I said it on Papa Stroh's show, um, retro. Sorry, Papa Stroh, I didn't mean to disrupt uh, the tribute to Rick Rude. Uh, I never met the guy. Only got only got chance to shake his hand when he came by the rail at Nitro one time. But I never got to meet greet with Rick. But I'm gonna tell you something. Um, I respected Rick Rude. So the only reason I said that is there's one person I respect more on this planet. There's another person I don't know where she is. But if I did, I'd go after her. And that's Carrie Hampy. She had epilepsy. And I was I was I was dating her in Napa when I was me and my mom were sharing an apartment back in eighty six, eighty seven for a little over a year. And if I could find Carrie Hampy, I'd marry her in a minute. But I'm gonna tell you something. There's a lady, she's legally blind, her name is Max Wasser. Brady, you had her on as a guest in the summer of two thousand eighteen when I was in Redlands, California. I remember. Well Max was suffering from leg she's legally blind. She can't see anymore. And I told Max, I'm so and sorry I'm to hear that. To anybody right now, 
I would give Max my eyes if I could physically. I can't do it, but I would. Well, don't do that. Max yeah, okay. Well, her birthday, her birthday is August 18th, and I want Max to know in 16 days, I hope you have, as the Miz would say, an awesome birthday. I want to say that, you know, because I think the world of her. And then, Brady, while we're at it, people that don't get recognized, that aren't famous, how about these three people? There's a guy who served 27 years. I talked to his best for warriors, and he served 27 years in the U.S. Army. His highest rank, he was an E-8, a master sergeant. He worked in investigation, CID. Uh, his name is Ray. Ray, this goes out to you, man. This, this, this tribute is to you. And there's another young lady. Her name, she only served seven years, Jasmine. Jasmine was uh, in a 76 Yankee in supply, and she was an armor, and she was in the Army. And I'm going to recognize her tonight. And then there's another guy. He wasn't in the military, but most of his family was in the military. He's a, he's a taxi driver for Lyft here. His name is Scott. I call him Scott of Mania. He's a golfer. He wasn't a pro, but he almost turned pro. He, he didn't quite make pro. But I'm telling you, like, golf, you know, golf or not, Scott is one of the coolest guys on the planet. And you heard me say that. Other people, they get on this show, and they want to show off for themselves. You know what, Brady? I want to talk about people that deserve talking. And how about people that don't deserve recognition? How about this stupid hotel I've been in since July 11th? I have been annoyed by You're the victims of Fred and, or, or Fred and <laughs> Esther or, or, or George and Wheezy or, or uh, Ralph and Alex <laughs> or, or Fred and Wilma uh. since July 11th. They, they, want to have, they want to have wars. I've heard them try to kill each other. I'm hoping they will kill each other. They've got a dog in there. The dog's howling, yowling. i got another idiot above me. He wants to play um, wrestling above me, or he's like a gorilla jumping on the floor. You know, I tell you what. It's like me in college. You know, see, I asked him, Brady, I asked him to give me another room or refund me my money so I could go somewhere. You're supposed to stay in a hotel to relax, not to be stressed out, right? Like, yeah, you got right. it. Psycho, baby. Yeah. You got it. I never, got I never heard of a hotel where bad things happen. Oh, shoot. Man, this this is too much, man. I, you know, the only good thing, and I'll say this, another lady, nice lady I did my laundry with uh, last Monday, her name is Courtney. Courtney's one of the nicest ladies I met. Her, she has people in the she's military. You know, yeah. yeah. No, she's just a, she's a regular Lady, nice lady, you know, okay. she don't, well, you know, she could okay. some recognition. You know, yeah. I, I'm through with people, you know, I'm going to say this, Brady, if all these people that are a success today have to serve in the military, they can't follow rules, they can't follow directions, they wouldn't be the big shots they are right now. They'd probably be arrested in jail, in the brig, thrown out on Article 15, AWOL, I don't know, man, but they can't follow directions. Most of them. There are some that can. Uh, but I, I would tell you, there's people in this world that, you know, if they had to do a real job, it would kill them, man. I, I was a soldier for 12 years, and I'm like, I never backed down for nothing, man. 25-mile road march for the full pack at Fort Benning. You know, I never backed down. There, I wanted to put on my gravestone, he never <laughs> quit. No matter how many obstacles or, or, or um, distractions got in his way, he stayed focused on what he had to do. Man, it took him a long time. Like when I was in basic training, I couldn't zero my weapon because of my breathing and my, and my uh, shaking. 
my hands have shaked almost all my life, you know, and it was a hell of a time. It took me 191 tries to zero my weapon at Fort McClellan, Alabama, uh, and, and mm-hmm. I had to read, I had to do it with another company. I got there with Delta Company and the best damn drill sergeant on the planet. I'm going to say this, Drill Sergeant Royston, even though I didn't graduate with the Sergeant First Class Royston, he served in Vietnam. He was six foot eight, two hundred ninety pounds. He was such an inspiration to me. I got a high and tight haircut after four weeks when it was time to get our haircut again. You know? But I'm telling you, <laughs> I graduated in September and Drill Sergeant Royston was there at the parade grounds up in the stands. He was the first one to graduate or congratulate me when I graduated. And Drill Sergeant Royston said, Wildman, I don't want to see Private Wildman someday. I want to see General Wildman. I want to tell him I went through drill sergeant school. I didn't get my ranger hat because of a mishap of too many people in the class. But I took 220 and 230 tests for being a drill sergeant. I almost made it. Missed it by 10. Or as Maxwell Smart would say, missed it by that much. You know? I, I want to do <laughs> what I want to do. And I and something else. There's a lady named Morel and a guy named Armando. They're finally going to give me a place where I don't have to live with drug addicts, with alcoholics, with people arrested, criminal records. I have peace of mind at this place. I can't wait to move here on Monday. And I, I, I don't, I'm not telling anybody where it is because, you know what, Brady? I'm going to get my stuff together, and I'm going after my acting career. And someday you're going to see me on stage in broad, on Broadway, and I ain't backing down from nobody. Man, I could stand in front of a million people and talk, baby. I love it. Just like the, I love it. Just Malcolm, like could we get? Dog. Could we get the junkyard dog? Yeah, junkyard dog, dog, man. The junkyard dog used to tell Terry Funk, or no, Harley Race, when when he was wrestling at WrestleMania three. Harley Race. Yeah. The, the dog only bows down to one man, and that's the good Lord above. I can't sound like him, but I'm going to tell you what. I love the dog. I love the chains. Yeah, you do. I love when we teamed up with Hulk Hogan, and they took on the Funk Brothers, Haas and Terry, and Jimmy Jack, and 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 and, uh, and Jimmy, the mouth of the South Heart. And then they had uh, the little, uh, they had the Haiti kid to back them up, you know, to make it, to make it, you know, even. You know, yeah. Saturday night, May 1986. Malcolm. And, you know, all this stuff that's going on today. You know, I really don't care. I really don't care. I, all I care about is I care about the important things. Staying close to God, being proud I was a soldier for as long as I was, and getting better mentally over this disability I've been going through for 27 years, four months, and now three days after, after they put me out at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And one more thing, Brady. You talk to those two clowns that run that show on Sunday night. Tell them to move their ass. I've been trying to sell that damn car since last year. I got a lady named Giovanna at CarMax. If they'll take a picture of the inside and the outside of that damn car, I can sell the damn thing. And one more thing, Brady. You tell them that, that signature by Kenny Stabler was signed for me at, at John Villa's locker room on November 5th, 2010. He signed that to me. So you scratch that damn thing off or I'm going to call the police, baby. I love it, brother. Getting the word out there. Malcolm, love you so much, man. Please be safe, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right. Bye, Brady. Love you, brother.
He's like, all his, ah, and I'm like, all right, talk to you soon. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, let's go out to Kansas, and uh, we're going to talk to Anthony. What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Big week in wrestling, man. Pretty good show, uh, right? Yeah, yeah I had a Did you watch SummerSlam? Watch, uh, uh, I had a week until I got off work late at night. I watched the... Towards the end of it, the last match is a little bit of this and that before that. And then finished watching it on Sunday because I was off. But overall, good show, but same old bullshit. What do you mean? Fucking, oh, I don't know what the, if you laugh a couple of like, I thought it was the a good show. I don't... It was a good show. Okay. I mean, they went all out. They went all out between Brock and Rose, but with the bulldozer and all that. But if Brock was really smart, he would have, uh, after he dumped uh, Roman into the ring with the bulldozer and the tractor or whatever, he could have just did what they did years ago. I think it was a massive big show. When he used a forklift, yeah, and like put the pressure of the tractor or whatever, and lowered it down slowly, and he could help block or run the rings down for the end count. It'd be the smart. He could have, but he could have. You know what else? He he could have taken the point of the tractor and cut Roman in half, and then Roman wouldn't have been able to get up. Yeah, true. But that that's what I would have done. Fourteen. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, Austin, or Theory called his shot, tried to catch it, Brock stopped him. That pretty much put Theory out after Brock with the F5 portal. But, uh, I thought it was a good show. I, I did. I, You know what? I, and, uh, and I'll tell you know what. I, I think Hunter, the stuff with Hunter running it, like Triple H, like, I think already oh, yeah. it's a much better product. Uh, yeah, I wish he had booked the Ric Flair's last match. <laughs> well, I didn't watch that. Um, I heard about it. It was a treat. Whatever. It was a treat. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, Triple H, everybody was looking forward to Raw. Raw was actually probably one of the best Raws in a long time. But, for sure. You notice, Too long still. Just a little. If you notice little things, like, now it seems like Tommaso will stay come next week if he actually beats Lashley or not, but their focus, it seems like if Berman's going to be undisputed champion, obviously he's going to be more focused on SmackDown like always. But uh, it seems like that Triple H, Berman, running the show. Um, yeah. And, you know, with the But, uh, <laughs> It's Ben. But uh, Amy Shivani. Amy Shivani. Shivani. But uh, if Triple H is going to run the show, or it seems like he's focusing on the U.S. title, 
Now, if only they could actually talk it on the IP title over on SmackDown, like they have been for months and months and months. But, uh, yeah. Um, I will say this, and I want to get you her thoughts, your thoughts, even though the whole theory thing. Okay. Uh, before SummerSlam cashed in, if, say, Brock and Roman's match ended, whatever, and was cashing, even though it looked like he was trying to cash in going to match to make it a triple threat and change it out of one last name standard. But what if, say, I don't know, take it back old school, me and Paul Hayden, back in the mm-hmm. old days, here's that. What about uh, Mr. Dangerously? Season they did? Yeah, leading up to SummerSlam, how Paul Hayden kept on getting a little friendly with uh, Fury. And what about, say, maybe... Uh, how the Usos, before the one Uso came back from injury that time, during the Thunderdome days, how they're getting sick and tired of Roman. Yeah, they might, might be blood, but uh, what about maybe, say, at, uh, what's it called? Castle, Battle, Castle, whatever that show's called. Castle in Class, or whatever it's called. The UK show coming up that Drew McIntyre's no one center. What if Drew. Clash at the Castle. Uh, like, say, if Berman does beat Drew or vice versa, whatever, and Theory, especially if, I guess it would make better sense if Berman uh, still beats Drew, and Theory comes the down and Usos turn on, Usos turn on Roman and Theory cashes in and then wins the titles. And Why would Usos turn on Roman? They're the biggest act in the Usos. company. Usos, Theory, and Heyman, like a new version of Dangerous Lions. And then that way it turns Roman face or whatever. And then you got someone like Theory being like a top heel. Oh, man, just throwing it out there. Oh. I don't like it. I don't like it. Why would you break the Usos up like from it? the big dog? Because they're just tired of fucking doing all his work or whatever. Like how they help him time after time. It's even because the biggest act in the company. Or, or, or he just he's a big dog. Big that, yeah, that dog's or, pretty or big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, screw the big dog. That big dog is not barking where he gets his foot on for his face. But, uh... <laughs> I wouldn't uh, put up the Usos and the big dog. Or you can just have... Again, Drew McIntyre beat <laughs> Drew McIntyre beat Bourbon and then turn around and have Theory freaking cash in and beat Drew and then that was just really pissed off the UK fan. But, yeah, but I don't think that's have uh, Roman uh, come out and beat and yeah. they might <laughs> they, they, they could be stretching it out. I will say this um, Pat McAfee your favorite person Brady he pulled off a better show at WrestleMania but I would say the star one of the stars of the night was also Logan Paul. He pulled off the great performance. I like McAfee better. Uh, I, I think they did a better job with his entrance. I, I liked how they had the choir well, with the yeah. Corbin, and then, like, all of a sudden it worked into, like, his music. Uh, yeah. I would be so That's happy if Pat McAfee never went near a microphone again and only wrestled. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Uh, I think that's part of what I enjoyed about the show so much. It was, it was that 
Pat McAfee yeah. didn't really talk. That was nice. Did you hear this from Raw? Did you hear this from Raw? Uh, Ali and that triple threat. The announcers, I think it was Corey Graves or someone, uh, Ali did that 20 or DG. And then I think later in the show, someone else did it. He can't remember who it was. Oh, Montez Ford on Seth Rollins. And then yeah. Seth Rollins got up on the terminal and said, You want the smoke now, bitch? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yep. Slowly coming back. Yeah. But we're all Although that's too much like AEW to just drop but. gratuitous curses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they said they're going to switch to TV 14, so I guess that's a I understand way. that, but yeah. I just, yeah. I want a reason but. for it. I don't want them doing it just to do it. Like, like you just were like cursing. Like, it really didn't serve a purpose, you know? You just felt like cursing. That's well, kind of what it was with okay. like AEW and Seth Rollins. You want to you sit there and pray? Praise Roman in this and that. So they're making him look, look, look the like big a dog. unstoppable force. And he's yeah, he's a big dog. Like a he's a chihuahua. <laughs> he's a big dog. But they're making him I look wish like I wish I had that dog's energy. Got that's right. Put that dog on a leash. Get tenacity. But uh, they're uh, making him look like the unstoppable force. So who do you think they're saying he hasn't built no one? As of right now, who do you think they could actually build the beat for him? He must have some hiccups or something. <laughs> do what? Who, wait, who, what'd you say? Who's going to beat Roman? Yeah, because they're building Roman as like an unstoppable horse. So who do you think that they could actually, because they haven't built no one, because he's ran through everyone. So who do you I, think would be the one to take him down? I should be. I mean, listen. It should, it should be. It, it should. It should be Drew. Um, it could be the. I mean, I, I think Roman will beat the it Rock, would, but ultimately, I don't think long. Drew's going to win the belt at Clash in the Castle. But I think Drew, okay, Drew or Lashley are the two most likely to beat Roman. I would think. What about? What about long-term story booking? I mean, in two years ago, around the time of Battle of Castle, that payback, Roman signed a contract, and that had a triple threat between Sherman, The Fiend, and Roman. When Roman first won the Universal title, what The Fiend comes back after maybe the Drew and Roman match at the Battle Castle show? Because that would be technically two years, so... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it could happen. It could happen. I don't think they're in a rush to get it off Roman, first of all, because they're trying. They're holding out hope that it's going to be Roman and The Rock at WrestleMania in Hollywood. So I don't think they're they're not looking to get the belt off Roman until after WrestleMania. But beyond that, it really depends on how long they're going to keep him around, you know? I mean, at some point, he's going to start to slow down and start to take more acting gigs, too, I would think. Yeah, and by that, Susie, and by Susie that time, Rock would be Black Adam. That would be great. Susie <laughs> be Black Adam show? another time. <laughs> yeah, he's got no, a movie Black Adam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, as soon as he drops the title. As soon as he drops the title, he's going to go off to Hollywood anyway. Are, are you one of those people that, like, is never happy with whoever is the champ? Like, Roman Reigns right now, the stuff he's doing okay. has been, like, the best thing in the company. And, like... I fall asleep when I listen to him talk. 
probably 10 years. The only one yeah. who comes close is Becky. Okay, well, it's funny how uh, WWE ran Berman out of the three members of the Shield or whatever, down there by Spurs when he was a good guy, and then winning titles, getting made in that WrestleMania by Hayes. But the minute he's the uh, problem chief, everybody likes him. Some people still feel, but uh, I think well, it's because he's, he's different now. They let him they, be himself. They should have never unified. They should have never unified titles at WrestleMania because Raw doesn't have a champion. Berman only shows up if they're at a famous arena like Madison Square Garden. Get, so, can, can you imagine but, WrestleMania but, like main events next year being like Rock and Roman and uh, Cody and Seth? Perhaps for the title. That'd be great. Be amazing. Well, that's what you you kind of made a good point because they have that's that's who should beat Roman. That's who should beat Roman actually, Cody. I forgot about Cody. Mm -hmm. Cody. Well, for that to happen, for for that to happen, because obviously Cody will probably come back to the Rumble, and if he wins it, probably. No. Yeah. Because well, they usually. They usually have the Rumble winner call their shot for WrestleMania. Then they usually have the other title normally before it's unified, uh, being defended or getting a title shot or whatever. Defended mostly that elimination game is usually in February, March. So they're gonna have to figure that one out too. So I'm thinking they draft. Maybe somehow the titles get split apart and they just keep the tag titles unified. But I, I, I mean, hope they keep them up. together. I like having one title. Uh, I just hope Theory finds some way and just cash it in, whether he holds it for a month or two or whatever, and then they split the titles come to draft. He will. He will. It's just going to take a little time. I don't know if he's going to do it with this briefcase, I, but I he'll still, have the title. I still want to trust Paul Heyman, but if the Tribal Chief wants to trust Paul Heyman after how Tribal Chief has been... Uh, Treating Paul Heyman in the past, you know, Paul Heyman, he might join alliances with their. Oh, like, calm down, Doug. But <laughs> yeah, but that's all we need. Yeah. But uh, all right, but, yeah. Sir. You got so, anything else, man? No. No, just mainly points. Raw, is good. Raw is good. <laughs> the dog um, got a remix going. Also, tomorrow. <laughs> uh, tomorrow. AEW should be pretty good, and tomorrow is August 3rd. I don't know if you remember, real quick, uh, a few years back, when Cody Rhodes was still in WWE before he went to the Ring of Honor and all that, he was Starbucks. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow um, is, like, I think, like, seven years from the night that uh, that one kid... Uh, I guess he came up with the name of Drax Shadow. I guess they're calling it Drax Shadow Day, which is August 3rd night on Raw years ago, uh-huh. where Cody has Stardust. It was that kid, that Triple H and him, he kind of tough enough to the video when he passed away because of cancer or whatever. I like that honor of Hunter and Crusher. They're just, it's the thing for tomorrow for August 3rd, Drax Shadow Day, something that Billy is with. Stardust and shit. Okay. But, 
Besides that, AW AW should be good. I saw something about the claims uh, fighting someone early entertaining, but should be good. But yeah, you know, you know, my my buddy Joey Ace was on Ring of Honor, Raw, and Dynamite last week. Last yeah, week. And he yep. had that match at Square Garden. Yeah, I yep. saw something about that. So he getting like Yeah, he was a he actually made SummerSlam. It, he he was the he was the medical guy that was tending to Rey Mysterio when they got attacked. Yeah, I saw that. And then yeah. saw something about how he was at multiple shows and different things. Between AEW yeah. I think even and uh Ring of Honor, the death for dishonor and the Madison Square Garden show the last week overall. Yeah. Yeah, I saw all that. Kind of like some years back when Ty Austin was uh, with that Elvis looking like at the ball uh-huh. show at one year. He played the Viking Raiders when Ty Austin got caught yeah. up in the air and started screaming. That was pretty wild. That's but, cool. Uh, That's cool. Listen, yeah, brother, it was great to um, talk to you, man. Yeah, uh, well, one last thing. A week from this Saturday, okay. part of my, I won that that uh, hockey thing or whatever. I'm going to the arena in Wichita next Saturday, cool. not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So I'll get like a behind the scenes of things. So I'll probably take pictures and shit. Probably social. Enjoy, brother. That's great. Have fun. Uh, and probably the next the next wrestling show, I probably won't make it to. That one promotion when I went to Wichita the other week, they won't have a show in December in Wichita, so it'll be a wild one. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, brother, great to yeah. talk to you. Hey, keep it that phone call. <laughs> oh no, thank you. Love you, man. Thank you. Have fun. We'll talk yeah, to you soon. WrestleMania 40, Philadelphia. Yeah, baby. Your first time at the link. Take care. All right. Very cool. Yeah. There we go. You got energy for one more? Sure. (laughs) Okay. It's a good one. I can't wait. What's up, real homie? Rad Boy's here. What's going Yo, on? Yo, homie, yeah. what's up, brother? How you doing, homie? What's up, dude? Dude, out here partying. What are you doing, brother? Having a good time. And I tell you what. Nice. I just want to say congratulations to uh, Joey Ace being on AEW tomorrow night. I can't wait to see him. Awesome. Okay, yeah, homie. Sure. All right. And plus, mm-hmm. the matches this weekend, SummerSlam, was awesome, great. Out of this world. Thank God Barry came back. I don't want to hear everybody say that Barry's coming back in this pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Big Stop fan it. of Barry. She's back already. Okay? Mm-hmm. She's back. Big fan and of I the showed, Barry. I saw the Ric Flair uh, match. His last match. He did pass out. Yeah. I don't believe that he got up after he passed out. And, and party out with, with, uh, with, uh, with my good buddy, Jay Leakle. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't believe this. And, and another thing is that I just want to say, thank God Malcolm is back. There's nobody better than Malcolm. And I hope Malcolm wow, is here. Wow, I think that. you guys hated each other. All right. That's good. Wow. Yeah. 
Now, where you guys are getting along again? Now, this weekend, I'm making a trip to yeah. Philadelphia to Icon the Restaurant. Okay. Yeah, nobody's going to hold there. me back or none. I'm going after the blue meeting. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hang on. That'll make Hang you the gray splotch. I'll let yeah. you talk to my vice president real quick. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? Hey. Uh, hey, what's going on? All right, how you doing? Hey, doing good, doing good. Uh, how, yeah, do you know, how do you know uh, Rat Boy? I went there. I went to school with Chris. We grew up together. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know Chris yeah, ever we went to school. Together. I thought we he was always seventy. Huh? I didn't know Chris went to school. I thought he was always sixty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to uh, junior high school together. Oh, seventh okay. grade, all the okay. way to twelve. Yeah, we went to now seventh now was, to twelve. Was Rat Boy the most likely to succeed? Two and Trenton High. Nice. Yeah. Tell you, you, you nice. Tell I'm so glad he put yeah, you on the line. Huh? You guys have like a dog back there or something? No, we, we got a radio play. Night out. Okay. It's night out. All right. Yeah, National all right. Night Out all over. National Night Out. So wait. What are you guys doing for night out? You, you hanging out at Seven well, Eleven? We just hanging out, enjoying each other's company, cooking out, eating, communicating. That's Very nice. We just like one Very big nice. happy family here. Oh yeah, one big happy family, makes it like family. Great French Tower, Six Thirty nice. West State Street. Yes, sir. We, we love Rat Boy. He, he's our he's our family. Yeah. A lot of wrestling fans. Oh, he's great. Yeah. 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 It was very nice of him to call us and then put you on. All right. Thank you. Yeah, brother. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. you. Call in anytime. All right. right now. That's my boy. All right. It's your boy, Blue. Yeah, man. I'm doing it. I'm having a good time here. You know, I, I moved up to, uh, I'm living large. I, 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 get my, I get my breakfast, dinner, lunch, and all the treats that I want delivered right to my room. Nice. Okay. All right. Damn, I'm having. I want to invite you over so you can meet all these people. Because there's a blind right. guy here sure. named James Brown. There's a guy here that named James Brown. Me and him been talking to wrestling, completely wrestling. And he and mm-hmm. he knows okay. his wrestling and he's, and he's blind, you know. Yeah. Oh. He must be a really knowledgeable fan if he's blind. That's cool. I'm a huge uh, star here. After they showed that video of me and Superfly Snooker in the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I got to bring up the show here for one weekend to hang out. He would love it here. Oh, oh that's a good time. Yeah. We'll do a live remote. Do a live yeah, remote. Do a live remote right from here. Haven't done a live remote since the days of Tony Stetson. And the ECWA Academy. What, I, mean. <laughs> I tell you what, if it does if it does rain or shine on Saturday, I still be going to Icon the restaurant to see the blue meaning. And my boy Kurt Angle. Okay. Sounds good, bro. And I hope I see you there. I hope I see you there, but you can't because you guys you got super eight female uh, matches. 
Fish Weekend. I got super eight, super mm. eight female. Yep, we're gonna talk about yep. that in a moment. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And what's your name going to be? What's your name going to be there? Um, Dana uh, Parazzo, whatever her name is, she's going to be the icon at the arena. Yep. You got to tell her ECWA is about five minutes away. All right, well, let me get back to this party because they want me to dance and bring my little ass around here, you know? <laughs> right, they're calling me over to dance. Or you like me. Well, let me go. I'll we'll catch you. you all next week. See you, man. <laughs> Take care. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah. National night out. He's out all right. Mm. He's out there. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> all right, Joe. I think it's mm-hmm. time, if that's okay. Uh, remind everybody yes. what you got going on. All right. Thursday night, WCW Retro returns. JuiceNation.com, non-TV standard time with the talking Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. So please call in. It's going to be cool. Uh, Friday night, the Stroh Zone at midnight Eastern standard time at Facebook.com slash Stroh the Maestro. The feature for Friday night will be Earth versus the Flying Saucers back in the day. Please tune in. Uh, Saturday, I'll be at Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern standard time. There will be a special guest on the Year Mode show with Bill Bean. Uh, you can watch it either on YouTube or at uh, BillBeansWarrior.com for more information. And then Sunday, uh, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., I'm going to be a special guest with Charlotte Comic Con being held at the Industry Suites in Concord, North Carolina, and we'll be uh, having the cast and crew of the, of the upcoming uh, series I'll be involved in called Throw Sinister Cinema, which will be uh, premiering uh, Halloween this year. And for more information, go to charlottecomicon.com. And thank, thanks a lot. Always highlight of the week here at Indiana. Joe, thank you so much. And it's always a pleasure to hang out with you Tuesday nights right here in the room. Be sure to check out all the other great content on VOCNation.com, including, uh, including WCW Retro, Bumps and Thumps, and so much more right there. VOCNation.com and, of course, on your favorite podcast provider as well. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. Uh, this Saturday, actually, I'm going to be at the ECWA Women's Super 8 Tournament. That is in Paulsbury, New Jersey. The address, 541 Mantua Avenue, Paulsbury, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. And uh, the lineup should be a lot of fun. The Women's Super 8 featuring Cosmic, featuring Mother Endless, Jordan Blade, Kennedy Copeland, Adina Steele, Bonesaw Brooks, Abby James, and one of my favorites, Killian McMurphy, joining the field of women, as uh, he put it, you know, last year we had we had a woman in the men's Super 8, Erica Lee, she did very well, she made it all the way to the finals. Killian McMurphy says he's going to win the Super 8 tournament this year for the women. And I can't wait to see what goes down Saturday, 2 o'clock Eastern, matinee show at the Monster Factory in Paulsbury, New Jersey. Tickets and information at That's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. Be good to each other. We'll talk to you real soon. Love you all very much. Bye-bye.